reaching Israel and the world. Shalom, beloved, and Baruch Hashem. Welcome today to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Cynthia and I are excited as we go into part number two of an authentic Messianic Passover Seder. Honey, when we were talking just a few minutes ago, you were sharing with me some of your memories that we've had over the years celebrating Passover together. Yeah, well, I think what's so special about the Passover Seder is family and friends celebrating together, breaking bread, having fellowship, the joy, the singing. It's, it's a beautiful heavenly picture of the family of God around the table and celebrating what God has done. Amen. Honey, to your point, what's really unique about Passover is that for many of the holidays that the Lord gave us in the Hebrew Scriptures, we go to synagogue. The ancient Israelites went to the temple. But Passover today, it's celebrated in the home. It's not a, it's not a synagogue holiday. It's a holiday that we celebrate at home. And when you think about Jesus, he celebrated Passover with his disciples in a very intimate, small environment. Yes. In fact, we're going to be revealing mysteries today that Jesus showed us in the Seder. One of the things that I didn't get to show on the teaching today is how when Jesus said, when he was celebrating Passover with his disciples, one of you will betray me. And they said, who? Not me, Lord. And then Jesus said, he that dips with me is the one. And what was happening was Jesus was dipping his matzah in the bitter herbs at the same time that Judas was. And so Jesus said, the one that's dipping with me, Judas's matzah was in the bitter herbs as well. You're the one that's going to betray me. So wow. you're going to be excited and thrilled today as you see Jesus and the Gospels revealed in this authentic Messianic Passover Seder. One of the most intriguing items on the Passover table is this pouch called a matzah tosh. It has three separate compartments in it, and in each compartment is a piece of matzah. The matzahs are separated from each other through these compartments. Though the matzahs are concealed, yet we know that they are there. But now the middle matzah is removed from its place among the others and made visible to our eyes. It is broken and half is returned to the matzah tosh, while the other half is wrapped in white linen. In a moment, it will be hidden from view. I am going to now hide this right before we eat. And at the end of the meal, I'm going to have Brooklyn try to find it. And if she can find it, we have a special treat for Brooklyn. There's a very deep historical mystery around this ceremony, and we're going to explain that tonight after we eat the Passover meal. All right. Awesome. Children are especially important to the Seder meal because it's the children that's going to carry the memory of who God is and what He has done for His people forward. And that brings us to a very important part of the Seder. And we begin this discourse by singing in Hebrew, Manish Tanahalayla Hazeh, Mikohaleyla Why is this night different from all other nights? During the time of Joseph in the Bible, there was a great famine. So all the sons of Israel moved to Egypt. There, Israel flourished and became a mighty people. 
However, Pharaoh feared the house of Israel, so he enslaved the Israelites, forcing them into cruel physical labor. He also ordered the execution of every Hebrew infant son by drowning them in the Nile River. But God was faithful to his covenant, and he protected the infant Moses. Moses became the leader of the Israelites and was sent to the courts of Pharaoh to deliver the message of the Lord, Let my people go. Pharaoh refused, and so Moses pronounced God's judgment on the land of Egypt with severe plagues. The final plague was the death of every firstborn male. To protect the children of Israel, God made a way for the angel of death to pass over their houses. They were to sacrifice a spotless lamb and apply its blood to the doorway of the household. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and you shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Pharaoh defied the Lord and placed his will above the will of God. As a result, he brought destruction upon his house and land. How often do we, like Pharaoh, choose our desires over God's direction? And how often do we, like Pharaoh, bring harm upon ourselves and upon those closest to us? Because we share with Pharaoh the sin of disobedience, and because we regard all people as God's creation, we do not rejoice over the destruction visited upon the Egyptians. For our sake they met with suffering and death. We mourn their loss and express our sorrow over their destruction. If everyone now please lift their glass with me. The point of this part of the liturgy is that we have sin in us just like Egypt had sin in them. And even though we're so thankful that Father God chose us and delivered us, we don't glee in the fact that other people get judged because of their sin because number one, we have sin in us just like the whole world does. And our desire is to see everybody saved and to come to a knowledge That's of King right. Jesus. And so at this part in the Seder, we're going to be dipping our finger in the cup of wine, which represents judgment ten times. This is called the cup of judgment or the cup of salvation. It's the cup of judgment because it represents the cup of destruction and judgment that God poured upon the Egyptians. But it's also called the cup of salvation because it was through these judgments that Israel was finally delivered. And then each time we dip our finger in and throw it into our plate, what it reflects is that our joy has been diminished because someone else had to suffer. In other words, Egypt had to suffer for us to be liberated, but we don't take joy in the fact they had to suffer. In fact, somebody else's suffering brings a deficit to our own joy. It depletes our own joy. We're not looking for other people to be hurt. We're looking for other people to be blessed. Recounting now the plagues that fell upon Egypt that will also fall upon the world during the Great Tribulation. The first judgment that fell upon Egypt was that their rivers turned to blood, the plague of Dom, blood. The second plague that fell upon Egypt was the plague of frogs or Sfarde. Thirdly, the plague of lice or Kanim covered the land of ancient Egypt. The fourth plague, the plague of wild beasts, Arove. The fifth plague, the plague of Devir, the cattle plague, how the cattle died in ancient Egypt. The sixth plague, the plague of boils, Shechin. The seventh plague, the plague of hail, giant hailstorms yeah. fell upon Egypt. The eighth plague, the plague of Arba, locusts 
that invaded Egypt. The ninth plague, the plague of Chosech, or darkness, covered the earth. And finally, the tenth plague, the plague of Makat Bechorot, the slaying of the firstborn. What we see in ancient Egypt locally, mm -hmm. because of God's judgment against sin, will come again upon the entire world before Jesus' return. What was is what will be. You see, really Passover is the gospel in its primitive form. We saw in the Passover the shadow of what will be fully completed with Jesus and his final end time judgments as he delivers his people from all sin and from all torment. Hallelujah. Now we're going to lift our cups together in commemoration of God's judgment and act of salvation. As we say, Baruch Atadonai, Eloheinu Melech Alam, Pri HaGuffin, as we partake now of the second cup of wine or juice, fruit of the vine. It's now time, friends, to take a break from our liturgy to eat the Passover meal. And Brandon, if you'd lead us in a word of thanksgiving and prayer, please. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to commemorate this great Passover, yes. this great event that was and will be. In Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. One of my highlights was on the final morning in Narok when I preached in a church there. The church repented of the sin of pride. They came to the front, got on their knees, and wept in such a powerful way as they turned their lives over to Jesus and repented of their pride. Just begin to lift your voice to him. The anointing of the church service carried over to the crusade later that night. It was a wondrous time of repentance, revival, and refreshment. The Holy Spirit tonight is washing you by the Word. At the end, I spoke the ironic blessing over the people, and it was almost breathtaking to see how thankful the people were and how surrendered they seemed to be to Jesus in their lives. Jesus came to Narok in a special way. God brought the people out of their past lives, set the captives free, and put them on new footing to move forward in their relationship with Him. I believe that God changed this region permanently as He established His kingdom through the preaching of the gospel in this place. Has your faith been built up and your passion renewed through Rabbi's teaching from the Old and New Testaments? Are you receiving revelation today that is bringing you a brighter tomorrow? If you've been blessed by the teachings of Rabbi Schneider, we would like to invite you to partner with us in reaching Israel and the world. Visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835 to join in our mission to equip the body of Christ, build the church, and evangelize the world. Your help extends the reach of discovering the Jewish Jesus into places we could never touch without your partnership. Together, we are making a difference and preparing the way for the return of King Jesus. Am Yisrael Chai. 
You know, Brooklyn, I shared with you earlier that before the meal, we took the middle piece of matzah and we broke it. And what I did then was I wrapped it in linen and I hid it somewhere. And I promised you, Brooklyn, that if you could find it after dinner, that I had a special treat for you. So let's see your best Sherlock Holmes <laughs> presentation and see if you can find that piece of matzah. All right. All right. <clears throat> She found it. Wow. Wow. Good girl. Good job for completing the Afni Coleman Fund. You're a winner. And I told you that we were going to give you a special treat. And this isn't any piece of candy, but it will last in your mouth, I pray, a very, very long time. So it's interesting that Jewish people all over the world, when they celebrate Passover, when they have this Seder meal, they do exactly what we just did. Mm. The mystery is, where did this rite come from? And what does it mean? We believe, as Messianic Jewish people, that this rite of the Afikoman was actually inserted into the Seder ceremony by the early Jewish believers of Yeshua. Mm. You see, the first Jewish believers in Yeshua were included in the larger Jewish community. Today, myself being a Messianic Jew, I am not included in the larger Jewish world. They look at me because of my faith in Jesus as not being an authentic Jew. But back in the first century, the Jews that believed in Jesus were very much still a part of integral Judaism. Mm. In fact, the first church that we read about in the book of Acts were all Jewish. Mm. Jesus' followers were all Jewish. Right. Mm. Jesus died on the cross with a sign above his head, Yeshua of Nazareth, King of the Jews. So here's what we believe. Ancient Jewish believers, the Messianic believers, were using the Afikoman sack to demonstrate the multi-dimensional nature of the Godhead. One God, we have one matzah tosh, mm -hmm. but yet one God exists in three persons. And so we have three compartments. And again, I want you to hear, this is not something that just Messianic Jews do. This is something that every Jew that celebrates Passover is doing. They're, they're putting three pieces of matzah in the matzah tosh, and then they're before the meal. They're removing the middle piece of matzah as we did. They break it, even as Yeshua the second person of the Trinity, was brought out from glory, revealed, even as the second matzah was brought out from being hidden and revealed. Then Yeshua died on the cross, was broken, even as that centerpiece of matzah was brought out and broken. And then that second piece of matzah was hid and buried in the linen cloth, even as Yeshua was hid and buried in a linen cloth. And then what happened? Three days later, he was brought back out and revealed to the world. With that said, let's return to our Haggadah. It was at this point in the Seder that Yeshua revealed himself by saying, this is my body broken for you. Take and eat. Remember the matzah. 
It's pierced, just like Yeshua's pierced. It has stripes on it, just like Yeshua had stripes because of the lashes for our sin. And it's unleavened because he's sinless. He took that Passover matzah. Remember John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God in his baptism. Right. Jesus is bringing it to fulfillment now with crystal clarity before he goes to the cross, celebrating this last Passover meal with his disciples, saying, As often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me, because this is all about me. It all points to me and is fulfilled in me. So he took that piece of matzah, beloved ones. He broke it. He said, Take and eat. This is my body broken for you. Wow. We'll pass that around. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed art thou, Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings forth the bread from the earth. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's during this time of the Seder meal that the third cup of the Passover wine is drunk, the Passover juice. It's called the cup of redemption. Remember I said earlier in the Seder that we're gonna drink four cups of juice. And the four cups of juice represent the four expressions of what God does for us as his people. It's taken from the book of Exodus, chapter number six, verse six and seven. Let's read it once again. God is speaking to Moses. He said, say therefore to the sons of Israel, I am the Lord and I will bring you out. That was the first cup that we drank earlier in the Seder tonight. It's the cup of sanctification. God brought us out of the world to himself. I will take you out from under the burden of the Egyptians and I will deliver you. That was the second cup we drank. The cup of deliverance or the cup of judgment because God delivered Israel by pouring out judgments upon the Egyptians. Now we come to the third cup, the cup of redemption. I will also, the Lord said, redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. So it was during this point in the Seder, we believe that Yeshua lifted up the third cup of juice. He said something like, Baruch atad eloheinu melech alam, Blessed art thou, Father, Lord of the earth, who brings forth the fruit of the vine, the Passover wine. And he said, this is my blood poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Take and drink all of it, for I will not drink it with you again until the coming of the kingdom. Beloved, every time we celebrate Passover, we do it in honor of King Jesus, realizing that Passover is all about him. He is the Passover lamb that takes away the sin of the world, and he's coming back, beloved, to be revealed as the reigning king of the Father. Yeah. Take and drink. Thank you for redemption, Father. And finally, as we get close to the end of our journey today, we still have how many more cups to drink? One more. One more cup One to more drink. Break. This is called the cup of praise. Hallelujah. And during this time in the Seder, we go through and recite portions of the Psalms. Praise, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. And now it's time to drink from the fourth cup, the cup of praise. Baruch atadonai, Eloheinu melech olam, Blessed art thou, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who brings forth the fruit of the vine. Now you'll notice we have a seating at the table 
where no one is placed. Who is that empty seat for? Elijah. It's for Elijah. Again, beloved ones, all over the world when we celebrate Passover, we have an empty spot set for Elijah. Why? So as Jewish people celebrate Passover, they don't just remember how God delivered them in the past through Moses 3,500 years ago, but they're looking forward with anticipation to Messiah's coming. But why Elijah? Because the Bible tells us in the book of Malachi that before Messiah comes, Elijah will come first and announce his coming. And so Jewish people set a place for Elijah because they're saying, we're longing for the Messiah to come. We're longing for our future redemption. But we know that Messiah won't come. He won't arrive until Elijah first announces that he's here, is coming. So they're saying, Elijah, come and announce that Messiah is here. He's not at the table, but perhaps he's on his way. So why don't you, Ashlyn, go check to see if Messiah maybe just a few feet away. <laughs> and this is a tradition that we do in Jewish homes all over the world. I'm Messiah. Amen. A little one walks out to the front door, looks up and down the street for Elijah symbolically, commemorating the fact that we're looking in our hearts for Elijah to come. Yeah. He's not there. He's not there. <laughs> we know the Messiah has come. Yes. The Jewish community is still looking for him to come. Whereas we know that he already has come. Right. In fact, when Yeshua walked upon the earth, some religious Jewish leaders came to Jesus and they said, if you're the Messiah, where is Elijah? For we have read that Elijah will come first to announce his coming. You know what Yeshua said? He has come. He has come. Yeshua said in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 14, John the Baptist was he, if you can receive it. Well, beloved ones, as we celebrated Passover together, I believe that we've all been touched with the yes. warmth of the Holy Spirit yes. to be able to be united to Him and united to each other. Yes. Baruch Hashem, blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. And we close the Seder by saying, next year in Yerushalayim. In other words, may we celebrate the Seder again together next year yes. in Yerushalayim, yes. the city of the great King. Amen. We know Jesus will soon return, that He's going to reign from Jerusalem. It's hard for us to imagine exactly how that looks. All I know, God still has a special call upon his ancient people, the Jewish people. Yeah. And he still has a special relationship with Israel yeah. and the chosen city, the city of Jerusalem. Yes. And we know that when Jesus returns, he's going to return as the lion from the tribe of Judah yes. and as the offspring of David. Yes. Yes. And he's going to take all of us together to the heavenly city, yes. whether you're a Jew Amen or a Gentile, and we're going to get to that heavenly city called New Jerusalem. And when we get there, we're going to see 12 gates, and the 12 gates will be inscribed with the names of the 12 tribes of Israel, as well as the 12 Jewish apostles. So all I can say, beloved, is what Jesus said. He said, salvation is from the Jews. Baruch Hashem, I love you. God bless you, and Hak Sameach. Happy Passover.
Ancient Israel came to Jerusalem every Passover and presented to the Lord a special offering during this very holy season. I know that many of you hear this and it resonates with you as well and you would love to also present to the Lord a special love offering during this season. I want to encourage you, if God is stirring your heart to act and to present to him a special offering during this season, would you do it today, beloved one, through discovering the Jewish Jesus? We need your help. Souls are being saved and healed and delivered all over the planet because of you. And not only that, but you and I will be rewarded for everything that we do to build the kingdom of God. Jesus said even a glass of cold water that was given to someone in his name would be rewarded. So I want to encourage you, if you feel the Spirit of God knocking at the door of your heart right now, to honor Father with a special offering. Do it today through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Because of you, people will be healed, saved, and blessed, and you will be rewarded as well. Here's how you can partner with us. Send your special Passover offering to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Donate online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com Call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword RABBI to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have been faithful to the Lord with our finances while living. For those of you who like to remember the Lord in your finances when you go to heaven, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm on the Mount of Olives and I want to close the broadcast today by speaking the blessing that Father God said should be spoken over his people. In the book of Numbers chapter 6, the Lord told Moses and Aaron, speak these words over my people and I will place my name upon them and bless them. Yavarech Yahweh Vayishmarecha Ya'er Yahweh Panavelecha Vichunecha Revelation today for a brighter tomorrow. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. 
Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Today's episode concludes the series, Messianic Seder. If you've enjoyed this series and would like to purchase a copy, visit our website or call the number on your screen.